Welcome to Coon Hunt University Podcast. This is your host, Mason Bush. Class is now in session. Hey guys, next time you're in the market for some new hunting gear, head on over to CoonHunterSupply.com and check out the Razor hunting gear line. Razor has partnered up with Yoder Nylon to bring some of the sharpest and best designed briar proof gear on the market. They have their own line of hunting gear like coats, bibs, chaps, vests, and more. Also, check out the newly released Razor Z1 light. It includes a double walk light, bright double red lights, tight and bright main beam, and a razor sharp green laser. Head on over to coonhuntersupply.com and get yours ordered today. Hey guys, next time you're in the market for some new hunting supplies, head on over to Conkey's Outdoors. Whether it's a light, boots, dog leash, garment, or any other kind of hunting accessories, they can take care of you. Conkey's is a family-owned business that strives on excellent customer service and guarantees fast delivery every time. The next time you're over in Hastings, Florida, stop by or give them a call at 904-692-1568. Thanks. Do you need a sponsor for the next hunting event at your local club? Joey Dog Food would love to help you out. Head over to the contact page on our website, click the sponsorship application button, and fill out the form. We will then contact you and let you know if we'll be able to sponsor your event. Applications must be submitted at least 60 days prior to event. So head on over to joydogfood.com and fill out the form today. This is Coon Hunt University Podcast. This is your host, Mason Bush. Today we have Eddie Simmons and Jay Tidwell. How y'all doing? Doing good. Doing good, buddy. We're down here at the, was it third annual? Was it Jarvis Memorial last year? Uh, the Jarvis one was the the first one where we had the two big hunts all at one time. Okay. And then the next year's the one that Steve Sykes won. Okay. So we've had two. This will be the third one. Big one down here, yes. Okay. We're at Terra Wildlife, which is a super nice place. Absolutely. Uh, is it Steve got this set up? Yes. The location? Steve did a heck of a job. He did. This he, is. He really, really did. And he's done most all the work. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it's a, it's a sharp place. Too nice for a bunch of coon hunters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Jay, tell us a little bit about yourself. Eddie's been on a few times. He was on the first one. <laughs> Eddie was on the first one. So, yeah. uh, let's talk about Jay just a little bit, and then uh, we'll get into Michael and, and how y'all come about. All right. Uh, uh, born in Vicksburg, Mississippi. Been here my whole life. I'm 59 years old. Uh, I think I went on the first coon hunt when I was 16. Uh, dating my wife. Was, my future father-in-law took me coon hunting. So, and that, you know, we became best friends after that. And and it's a uh, it's good to have a father-in-law that's coon hunter it helps your marriage a little yeah, bit absolutely. i think <laughs> absolutely. they don't have to wonder about where you at what you're doing yeah that's right mm. how'd you and michael get teamed up together i kind of had heard about him knew about him a little bit um a good friend eddie muse which we've been friends forever and partners on dogs and eddie had hunted with him and knew him and then i was hunting one night and uh, I think Michael had been on a cast, and I was hunting in some public woods, and he came by, and I was coming out, and uh, he stopped to talk to me, and so we kind of knew each other, even though we hadn't met, because Eddie had hunted with him, and uh, and I'd heard he had a good dog, and I'm always looking for a good dog, and so he uh, he invited me to go hunting, and uh, we went hunting, and of course, I ended up trying to buy his dog, and he wouldn't sell it, and <laughs> so then I finally... I went with him two or three more times. He still wouldn't sell, so I said, well, just sell me half. And I think from then on, we was partners in every dog, and I think that was in 2009. Okay. So that's been 15 years? Yeah. Okay. Um, Y'all talking about a black dog a minute ago uh, that done real good in the, the reproduction side. Uh, tell us a little bit about him. Yeah, uh, that's how I met Eddie Muse. I think it was uh, 92. Ace was, I think he was about 13 months old. And uh, I, I wanted a black dog. Hadn't owned one, but I wanted one looking for a good one. But he told me, you know, Eddie had one. And I went and looked at him, and uh, Eddie priced him. And 
I called him the next day and bought him, and then, you know, he called me back and wanted to back out. And <laughs> But he honored his word. And so I took him home and hunted him. Eddie called me every night, you know, every every day. You hunt him? But, I mean, I'm working. I got kids. I don't. I couldn't hunt seven nights a week like Eddie. Mm-hmm. And so uh, finally we figured it was best for send him back and, and let him hunt him. You know, he was so young. He needed the hunting. He had the potential. But, uh and and eddie he he taught me a lot about coon hunting and actually what a dog is right and uh ace he he won a good bit and you know at that time stud dogs were more of a big thing you know than they are now i think mm-hmm, absolutely and uh, uh i had him to me and eddie had him to leave his six and then i sold him to jimmy reese okay yeah how about you eddie how did you and michael get get teamed up how'd y'all get together well i drew michael one night in a hunt and uh you know you didn't have to be around him long to know that you know he was the real deal and uh michael's got this cast one and we go to my dog and uh i barely can find a coon in a closet and michael took pride and maybe pride's not a good word, but he enjoyed looking for a coon and finding it and uh, hunting the right way. So long story short, mine's got a coon tree. Gonna beat him. He finds it, and he has to work hard to show it to the judge and me and the rest of the cast. And uh, it was a coon, (laughs) and it beat him. Mm. And, uh, you know, you hear about it and you read about them, but not everybody does something like that. And, you know, just his attitude on that cast and his uh, personality. So that was the first time we got together to hunt. And then after that, we just became friends. You know, if you was around Michael, you wanted to become his friend. Absolutely. You really did. It is hard not to like Michael. (laughs) For sure. Impossible. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if he entered a room, you know, everybody knew it was Michael and uh, using Luckett's words, he didn't have an ounce of quit in him. Mm-hmm. You know, if he was in, he was in. Right. And uh, I guess just his personality and, you know, I like I was able to talk yesterday, and I really meant it, you know, in the Bible. Uh, it talks about uh, iron sharpens iron and men sharpen men. And Michael, he made you want to do better. Mm-hmm. And that's a true story. He would sharpen you and make you want to do better. Absolutely. He always made it like <clears throat> he come in a room, it don't matter who you are, he's gonna make her, make his rounds, talk to everybody, shake your hand, uh, acknowledge you. That's that's something that always stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Sure. He met you one time, he was he's like he was your best friend. Yeah. And I, and I always think about when he usually ended a conversation, if you need me, call me. Mm-hmm. He got me it tickled me yesterday. He was it he walked along with Luckett on his first cast. Yes, the was first. Was it you that told us that story? Yes, uh, uh, Michael told it to me and Jay and everybody several times, and we just enjoyed it. The first competition coon hunt Michael ever went on, uh, he went with David Luckett. That'd be our local two-time PKC World <laughs> Champion, and uh, they uh, drawed a cast. And uh, Michael said it was somewhere between exciting, scary, and thrilling, but. You know, he couldn't wait for Luckett to bring him again. Mm-hmm. And every now and then I tell Luckett, I'm sure glad you took Michael Moody to a coon hunt. Absolutely. <laughs> it's crazy how how little things like that can, can change everybody's life. Just him taking him to that coon hunt one time. That's the reason we're sitting right here now. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, you know, as a lot of people say, uh, would you coon hunt if it wasn't a competition hunt? You know, would you, would you? And uh, like me, I would. Mm-hmm. But Michael, I don't know. What do you think, Eddie? He, he's a competitor. <laughs> he liked that competition. And he was competing it pretty much. Like Eddie said, when you walk into a tree, it didn't matter if it was your tree or his tree or whatever. He wanted to be the first one to find the coon. And it was kind of, you know, that was part of the competition sure. for him, too. <laughs> and, you know, like I said yesterday, and it's a true story, uh, Michael and Luckett, they became very good friends. But Jay, I tell you, when they searched for a dog, they wasn't just looking for a dog to win in a competition hunt on the weekend. Michael and uh, Luckett, 
there was no such thing as a pleasure hunt. They competed every time they went. They was looking for a dual-purpose dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said yesterday, you know, and I meant it, uh, there was two rules they didn't use. They would drive or ride or whatever <laughs> they could, and that rule about there's uh, no uh, harm, no foul. Jay, they didn't have a no harm, no foul. <laughs> he was definitely competitive, but but always fair. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he was humble winner and a gracious loser. But now he, he I've, I've been on you know cast with him and he he get beat. Yeah, and and he smiled at everybody, shake their hand, gradually him, tell the dog good guy, you know, dog did a good job. And then we get in the truck and he sit there and he's going down the road and he's quiet for a minute. And he he'd holler out, man, I hate getting beat. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like me and Kitty. Uh, it's always he's he's my probably one of my best friends, and it's competitive. Mm-hmm. I, I try to compete against him harder than than anybody. <laughs> I want to beat Kitty more, than I want to beat sure. anybody. <laughs> yep. but then again, he's I want to see him win as much as I want to see anybody win too. So you have those people that that push you. Yeah, so. that's right. I always laugh at Jay. We tell the the Jay and Michael story that. Uh, like they said, for 15 years, they were best friends and partners. If Michael found a dog, he didn't have to wake Jay up. Or if Jay found a dog, he didn't have to wake Michael up. They they were in. Yep. But uh, <laughs> Michael was just so funny. You know, he'd call Jay and say, hey, I found it. We bought it. Let's go Wednesday night. Jay's <laughs> ready, you know. And uh, maybe Tuesday night, Michael would call and say, I knew it wouldn't suit you and me. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Is that about right, Jay? Yeah, that's right. We 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 laughed a lot of times though. We would we'd get one and you know probably had won something, maybe something we we hadn't hunted with yet. Call around, Michael get the reports and oh, this thing's winning. You know, it's got to be got to be pretty good. And all we we call it like we're gonna open that package tonight, see what we got, and we'd be all excited and. Well, a lot of times we'd be let down, you yeah, know. Oh, yeah. but. Every time you get your hopes up on a dog, they'll, they'll, they'll knock your feet out from under you yeah. every time. Yeah. <laughs> Michael and uh, Jay bought one a few years ago, and uh, Michael liked that dog. And Jay was couldn't go for about a week. And uh, they go, and a good dog, Jay, it's one of his favorite. But... Uh, it didn't make a tree. It left trees. Jay, tell him what Bo did that night. What yeah, he, he was, you know, he would get treed, and then he, he'd come in, and he'd be off the tree, and Michael's like, his favorite thing, what is he doing? <laughs> you know, and uh, come to find out he had a lickia, and we had him treated, and uh, he sent him back to me, and, man, I, I loved him. I really did. He he ended up, I didn't get to hunt him long. He, he got home, Mike, me and Michael was hunting, and, uh, Actually, we had just got B. I think it might have been the third or fourth time we hunted B, and and we was gonna have us a little shootout, you know. And Bo had already, I'd already tree two, Bo had tree two, and I think B had tree two, and she was one way and he was the other, and and he got in there deep and got treed, and uh, B was out toward the road, so we we drove way around there to get to her instead of going to Bo, and by the time we got over there, he had. It was a leaning tree that kind of fell over, had a hole in it, and the dog went up and stuck his head in the hole. I guess he slipped over the side and hung itself. Mm. But uh, he was he was special. He was a good one. I think I hunted with that dog. Uh, he brought him up to up in Alabama to a pro classic just 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 before that. And I remember him putting it on Facebook. So. Yeah, he we got him from. I think Doug owned him, Doug Havner, and Weed was hunting him, and, and he had a little problem about he dogs covering him. He mm-hmm. he sometimes wouldn't want to stay, and they got mad at him. And uh, they called him Homer or something, didn't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah okay. they called him Homer. Right. Yeah, but he was he was a good track dog, and you know for what I like, he he'd have coons, and mm-hmm. I really liked him. Jay, that's his thing. You know, I'll I'll ask all kind of questions about their mouth and this and that, but Jay's deal is accuracy. He's not going to walk long to one. I don't mind walking long, but I want to see something when yeah, I get absolutely. there. <laughs> right. I remember one, probably one of my favorites that I hunted that y'all had. Uh, you had brought him, uh, what was he? Was it Lockdown or? Lock. Mm-hmm. 
as me, you, Michael Ward, and some other boy got in the final floor at Sullivan, Alabama. Mm -hmm. It's been about 10 years ago. Long time we, ago. We hunted it off, and uh, had, I think that other boy, hunting a blue tick, won it. I yep. got second. And, um, I remember his daylight walking out of them woods that morning. Absolutely. And taking up a little bit for uh, old Locke, I told Michael and Jay, I said, hey, something's wrong with Locke. I said, this thing right out of the truck, the, the first two hours, I said, you know, he's got it going on, but there's something. So uh, Jay took him to the vet and got him checked, and it was going to be a 30-minute operation to fix him. And uh, I, I want to say shortly after he got off the operating table at a university, I won't go into all that, but it was at a wasn't a local, it was a university. And what was the deal, Jay? That it, I, well, I understand he was like a hemophiliac, like a free bleeder, and they didn't know it. And once they got in there, they couldn't ever stop the bleeding on him. So, Wow. Uh, I like that dog, though. I did, too. You know what, though? Is, see, I didn't competition hunt with I, I went on maybe, I think I went on a cast at the Super Stakes or World Hunt or something with him. And he looked good. But uh, hunting him during the week... Hated him. I didn't really like him. He didn't. He did. He, he missed. Oh, he had all the chrome, you know, the good mouth, and but he 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 just missed too much for me. But me and Michael always said he's a gamer. He mm -hmm. he likes it when the lights are on. Yeah. You know, he's a little different dog when you put him in the cast and you're out there hunting him by himself. Some of these dogs are smart. You line them yeah. up beside three others, they know it's yeah. time to play. Yeah. Michael used to tell us all the time. Me and Olock's got a love-hate relationship, <laughs> <laughs> and I got attached to him uh, more than Michael and Jay. I had him at the house, and I'm up one weekend hunting with Michael, and the gators are out uh, up here. And I guess about the fourth gator we treat around. I said, boy, Michael, I've had a big time. I sure have. Won't we uh, go check on breakfast? He said, Ed, you ain't tired. He said, if we're going to hunt up here, we're going to hunt around gators. Cut him loose, <laughs> and I said, "Okay," <laughs> and make me nervous, wreck. <laughs> well, I got I got to tell you a gator story. I've done told you, but this is another true story. Landing payrolls with me and Michael, and those uh, Asian carp. They had had an oxygen depletiency deal, and they had come to the top. So Bo, uh, the dog we were just talking about, he makes a tree, and from that tree. I turned my light out into the water, uh, and there, we counted 18 alligators. I said, man, but they were having a feeding frenzy over there. I said, we pull off that tree. And I said, where are we going now, Michael? He said, cut him right downside that slough. <laughs> I said, oh, you're killing me. <laughs> I'd be a nervous wreck. I couldn't do it. And we lost one to a gator, a hey. good dog, a good dog. He was a... He was a barker, you know, before barkers really came real popular. Right. But uh, he'd have coons when he stopped. But, yeah, Gator got him. I'm uh, surprised it don't happen more than, than what it does. You, yeah. you hear about it every now and then. But yeah. as many as there are, I, you'd think it'd happen on a nightly basis. But you, you don't really hear much about it. Uh, Michael always tell me, I, he said, I, I got it made. That dog they're talking about was one of their favorite dogs. And Jay had found him and went and bought him. And Michael said, there's no telling how many hours that Jay and that dog had together. But he had the one thing Jay liked, accuracy. And uh, they won a bunch. But Michael would tell everybody he knew if it wouldn't be for Jay. Because he said you got to, you put a lot of nights in. Well, I did, but I liked him because I've never been good at, at finding a coon. And, you know, thermals made the world a difference for Absolutely. me. But, you know, no thermals in, and, and his coons were hot, easy to find. <laughs> they were easy to find because he wasn't going to run, he wasn't going to mess with you. He'd be barking, but he wouldn't be struck, you know, and he, everything he treed was red hot. <laughs> so, uh, Let's talk a little bit about having cancer. Um, something that amazed me is the faith he kept from from day one until the last day. He uh, he always trusted God. That, that that's something that's always gonna stick in in my head about Michael. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's uh, you know he 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 attacked it like you know he was at peace. Whatever he said, God's in charge. And I remember. Actually, when we found, I knew he, had, we talked 
every day, just about well, during coon season. And then in the summer, we talk about golf. We play golf together. But the thing is, he would go coon hunting after golf, and I'd go home. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, the day he found out, I knew he he was going to the doctor and we we had a couple of dogs, but we're always we're always looking for something, you know. We, we usually keep two, mm-hmm. and uh, but if we can find something better, we'll get rid of one of them. And and uh, we found one, and I was going to Indiana to get it, and uh, I was about halfway up there, and he called me and told me that uh, you know he had been diagnosed with cancer and that it was pretty bad, and uh, but he was you know. He said he was going, you know, he's going to beat it. Mm-hmm. He had a positive outlook, and uh, uh, but the Lord just had other plans. I don't, you know, I don't understand sometimes because uh, a man a lot better than me. I, I knew him 15 years, never heard him say a cuss word, treated everybody the greatest, you know, such a leader. But uh, he made a lot of impact on people's lives, I think you know, going through that process. Absolutely. I won't ever forget it. <clears throat> Especially like on Facebook, the videos he'd make, man, it, it come, I guess he passed away, was it about a year ago? Just, uh, yeah, it was just January a few, the 12th. just a few weeks ago and come across my Facebook and, uh, I watched it again. It just, it'll, it'll get to me every time I, I see it. So, yeah, but. <clears throat> absolutely. You know, Michael, uh, he had a higher calling and he answered that call because he told on the video and each one of us, he said, Almighty God is walking this journey with me. He said, uh, whether God heals me here on earth or in heaven, I win. He's going to heal me. And then Michael talked about uh, God's grace is sufficient. He said, it doesn't matter what you've done, where you've been. God loves you and his grace is sufficient. But I would like to say this, and I know this for a fact, that uh, I've talked to people that have told me that they hadn't talked to God in a long time until they listened to Michael speak or watch the deal on Facebook. A lot of people had said we hadn't talked to God in a long time. Some had never talked to God. Some hadn't talked in a long time. And then some asked the Lord to forgive them and save them. That's awesome. And uh, Michael said, you know, he had, he had told us, and on that, you know, his his hope was that uh, he had honored God. And I'm telling you, you know, Michael's faith was, you read about it in the Bible, that only God can give that kind of unexplainable faith. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael had it. Fuel your dog with confidence. Fuel them with Joy High Performance 2618, which is made for adult dogs. High Performance 2618 is made with high quality ingredients, with beef meal being the first. Our key ingredients include omega-3 and 6 fatty acids for skin health and shiny coats, zinc and vitamin E for a healthy immune system, and glucosamine and chondroitin for healthier joints. Whenever you feed your dog Joy High Performance, you can rest assured that you are feeding your dog with top quality food, knowing that all of our products are 100% American made with 100% American ingredients. Fuel your dogs with confidence. Fuel them with Joy High Performance 2618. Call 800-245-4125 or visit our website at joydogfood.com to find a dealer near you. I was talking about <clears throat> God's got a plan for, for everything. That was, I think that was his plan with Michael to, to reach out to, to everyone else. Yeah, he used him. Yeah. Yeah, that's the... That's the the bright spot of the whole thing, but uh, it's it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, <clears throat> I wasn't near as close to him as, as y'all were, and I said it's it's bothered me, especially there at the beginning. It, just the the faith he kept and how positive he stayed. It that it really touched me, and y'all were a lot closer, so I, I couldn't imagine. But yeah, you know, coon hunters like me, you know, I tell Eddie, you know, I I hunt with David Luckett or I hunt by myself, but uh, you know, I enjoy hunting, and you hunt by yourself. But if if you could just only hunt by yourself, and I really enjoy hunting by myself. But if you don't have anybody to share it with, because mm-hmm. we we you know a lot of times we hunt together. But he lived like an hour from me, 
and then I'd have to drive an hour, uh, you know, north. And uh, but sometimes he would hunt over there, and I'd hunt over here. He'd find a place close to his house. He didn't have time to drive that far. But every morning, if we didn't hunt together that night, we're gonna call and see what the what the other one did, and mm -hmm. you know, either brag or, or fuss, one or the other, <laughs> mostly fuss. But <laughs> try to find an excuse why he looked bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the same way. I like hunting by myself, but I got to tell somebody about it. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, it's part of the fun is being able to, like you say, either uh, you know share it. One night I laughed. I heard uh, Michael was telling me, he said him and Jay, uh, I think it was B, got over there about a day and a half, and they come out on a road, and it was one of the miserable nights. And uh, Michael said, Jay said, I wish I had phone service. I'd call Uber. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were out there. We 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 were hunting over there in the, some of his places near south of Jackson over there. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, about this hunt, uh, Michael pretty much put on the first one. He was the one that put everything together. Uh, I made it to the first one. I didn't hunt, but I rode down with Kitty, and uh, it was at was it Rolling Forks, mm -hmm. and it was uh, man, that was a, a well-ran hunt. They hunted it off Echo One. That was uh, to me that was that was a huge turning point in coon hunting in my eyes. Yeah, and Michael yeah, was the backbone in all of it. So even even today, uh, he's still making an impact. Absolutely. I mean. Uh, and Jay will have stuff to say, but when, when the hunt first come up, it was going to be just one. And then there was so many people. Uh, I forget how many minutes the first one filled up. It was real quick. And then uh, Roger Dale called Michael, and Michael uh, got to thinking, so he called Jesse. And uh, But at first, Michael said, oh, man, they're wanting us to have two. He said, but, Ed, we're not, we're not going to have two. Then he said, well, wait a minute. So anyhow... Uh, Michael being Michael, we can do this. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he always, something I always think about Michael, and I mention it to Steve, and when he made a phone call to you, there was just something about, you know, Michael's asked me and pretty much on the move, ain't you, Jay? <laughs> That's right. That's right, for sure. But that was, uh, I want to say, 35000 short of a $500,000 coon hunt in one weekend. And the best of my knowledge, there was not a question. Now, I could be wrong. They might have been one. Might have been, but I don't. No, nothing I don't, sticks I don't, out I don't in my mind. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was it was a blessing. And Michael, you know, everybody that knew Michael, he was going to add to the hunt. I mean, he had the knives. He had the hats. He had the teardrop trophies. And, uh you know, just to be honest, a lot of times Michael put a hunt on and it was uh, cost him money out of his pocket to put the hunt on. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to say something else about Michael. When he done that uh, Calcutta, uh, he worked hard for the Calcutta in the part that he would have received. He, uh, our youth hunt, which I wear everybody out, want everybody to know we're having one the first weekend in March uh, at Wiggins, Mississippi. And uh, Michael, he said, Ed, uh, we're going to pay the kids' entry fees down there on Saturday night with part of it, and then the rest of it he donated to the PKC program. That's you know, awesome. And uh, that's that was just what Michael does. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that hunt, too. Uh, it's coming up here. What's the date on it? First weekend in March, first and second. And uh, <clears throat> everybody's entries been paid on it as well, as well has it. everybody's uh, saturday night entries will be paid of course we uh everybody eats free we're gonna have pastelada jambalaya hamburgers hot dogs and everything is going to be free and i'd like to say this there's been so many people in so many states that has joined in and helped us year after year good lord willing this is our 11th year and uh I'm telling you, it's a it's a, a, a us. Mm -hmm. I mean, our small little group at home is part of it. But I promise you, we have got so many people that help us that uh, there it's a us. But I would 
like to invite everyone, you know, bring your kids, bring your family, uh, everything we do, the old-timey bench show, drag race, tree and contest. We give dog boxes for the uh, tree and contest winner, uh, dog box for the drag race winner, bench show benches for the best male and female. If you make it in the final four, of the hunt, you get a new dog box. We give belt buckles. Uh, every youngster that signs up to hunt in the hunt gets an opportunity to be in a drawing at Two Brothers Whitetail Farms for a deer hunt. Wow. And one of the Michaels, Michael got to take his son over there, uh, and I've had the opportunity to visit that place. Uh, it's nice. It's very nice. But awesome. our hunt is uh, it's just something good for kids if one kid uh, learns something that will help him in life, we share the gospel. We uh, talk about right and wrong, sportsmanship. And if one youngster uh, learns something that help him through life, it's a success. And anyone that's wanting to start a youth hunt, a friend of ours at home, y'all have heard me say it, and if I say it too much, I apologize. But uh, I used to get hung up on numbers, how many kids. And the answer that's, as he told me in the Bible, it said, uh, feed my sheep. It didn't say nothing about counting them. So if anybody wants to start a youth hunt, numbers hadn't got anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. you got to start somewhere. That's right. <clears throat> well, um, I appreciate y'all coming on here. Um, I wanted to get this done, especially this weekend. It would be a good time, and I wanted, I wanted to get Jay on too. So I told him. Tyler earlier this morning I was going to try to get it done if y'all if y'all be willing to do it so he said it'd be great he also wanted me to ask you about uh getting 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 his truck stuck <laughs> he said he wanted you to share it on here so getting uh getting his truck stuck at his club oh yeah my buddy Tyler he had been in there hunting about two weeks before that and he said boy Ed said I was in a mess I said what happened he said, right down here about two more minutes. He said, I got stuck. It was bad. I said, really? I said, well, when we get down there, let's mostly make sure we stop and park and walk. Okay. We drive down there a little bit more, and there's the spot. We stop. He looks at it. I'm thinking, you know, open the door. He said, Ed, I believe we can make it through it now. It's <laughs> not near as wet as it used to be. <laughs> hey, right out in there we go. We're stuck. Bottom out. Tire's not touching. No problem. He calls a good friend, brings his big truck down there. It's stuck. No problem. Calls another buddy. He's got a truck. It's stuck. Oh, no. Call a guy that's got a tractor. Hey, he brings a tractor. And after a lot of work, we finally get out. But I wouldn't be surprised a bit if he don't eye it up next time he's in there and think, <laughs> <laughs> think he could do it again. It's like y'all was talking about Moody and uh, Look at They're always trying to drive a just a little bit further so oh yeah uh coon hunters gonna do anything they can to save a step <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> look at michael they were they they had a special relationship uh they really did because it was so funny to listen to them on their hunts and jay got to go oh yeah we had some they had some shootouts for sure <laughs> i wish we could have got david on here as well that would have been great but maybe one day we can all sit down again and, and have luck on with us that'd be That'd be great. That'd be something else. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, I just think about all the history in this sport and uh, the professional kennel club. And Michael Moody, I, I got to uh, meet and become friends with Jarvis Umpers. And he was a thinker. He was a worker. He was a doer. And then uh, comes Michael Moody. And everybody may have their own opinion. But in my mind, the next Jarvis Umpers was Michael Moody because he was a promoter. He was a thinker. And he had that uh, deal that if he asked you like Jarvis, if, if Jarvis asked you to help me, you're pretty well going to help him. Yeah. And if Michael asked you, you know, uh, Jay would never say it. But uh, him and Michael had such a relationship. They knew they had each other's back. Mike, Michael could have been off and hunted with a dog or whatever or called Jay's going to answer the phone. Mm-hmm. And if Michael called, he was going to answer the phone. And they just knew that my partner's in. Yeah. But Michael made you want to be that way. Yeah. You know. That's a great partnership to have, too. I'd say there's not many out there like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 
probably other coon hunters the same way, you know, calling, talking about the night before hunting. You know, some, you know, you might not talk to your wife that much between working and coon hunting. And mm-hmm. they'll say, oh, is that your girlfriend calling again? <laughs> <laughs> talk to Michael more you do me. <laughs> That's another thing. It takes a special woman to put up with a coon hunter. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. <laughs> absolutely. I look at it from, from my point of view. I couldn't imagine, which I'm not married, but I couldn't imagine being a, a coon hunter's wife and them being gone four or five nights a week and not knowing where they're at or what they're really doing or you uh like i said it takes a special woman it does yeah for sure it does <clears throat> so. well i sure appreciate you doing it because we all love michael and uh he he meant and still means a lot to us and uh jay's sitting here and i don't want to get emotional <laughs> but i don't think there'll ever be a tidwell dog ever bought i'm pretty sure it will be a Tidwell Moody dog. Yeah. And uh, uh, he's left a lifetime impression on us. And uh, uh, not many people come along like that. Right. Absolutely. You know. Not just us, just the sport in general. Uh, what year did you win the world, huh? Uh, 98. Look back 25 years. Could you imagine the, the magnitude? Nope. That this is now so like you said the first year we had it is uh two hunts 128 dogs nearly 500,000 25 years ago you'd, you'd have never imagined that oh no people would have said no they won't they won't hunt for that kind of money and then people would have said uh uh there'll be so many questions and problems but i'll be honest and i i could be proven wrong but michael put on several pro hunts here in the delta the old fiddler plus the hunts we're talking about and then when steve uh won the jarvis humpers if there was a question i don't remember it mm-hmm. and uh i just i just don't remember it you know the the and just like this hunt people knew it's a michael moody hunt you know and uh boy it was a blessing to even be here and watch it you know but uh i i think good lord willing we'll be back again i hope so and you know steve sykes he'll tell you if steve was on here and one day maybe you can get him on here uh he got that pup when he was nine weeks old learning stage of handling and stuff well michael the year before he won it he said steve you've got the dog and you need to put him in the hunt said you and that dog are a team so the first year uh him and lightning won their cast they got beat the next round and then michael stayed on him said you got the dog you got the ability and uh steve entered again and me and tyler was listening to it on the way home i i would have been a great cast to be on but i think they treat 10 coons on the final cast and had to go to the final tree to see who won it. That's the way that final should be. Yeah, yes. that was a heck of a hunt. And, I mean, it could come down to that kind of cast up here mm-hmm. again. And uh, that would be great. Absolutely. You know, we got a lot of friends in this thing, and uh, I'm just happy for them. Yeah, Steve's in again. He's been, all, he's been yeah, in absolutely. all three years. Yeah, yeah. He's knocking on that door once more. And so. what impresses you so much about Steve when it came in, couldn't we do this hunt in the Delta? I mean, everybody knew Michael's gone. And, uh, you know, it's a job, the responsibility. And that's Steve in less than a heartbeat. He said, yes, we can do this. And then uh, he called his friends, you know, and he started getting buildings and everything. And he didn't show any fear. He got it done. That's the thing about these coon hunters. We may butt heads in these in these casts, but when it's over with, we all got each other's back. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You, which I've heard you say it before. I could I could be anywhere in the United States, and if I needed something, it wouldn't take a phone call or just a, a post on Facebook. I feel like I could have some help in a hurry. Absolutely. So. Well, like I said, I appreciate y'all coming on here, and I, I've enjoyed doing this. Um, I'd like to get lucky on next time. Maybe next year we can get all. all oh, he'd three. be entertaining. Yeah, now. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Always is. If we can get him slowed down long enough to, to do it, so uh, it, it, it's entertaining. There's no doubt about it. We love him to death. He's our buddy, but uh, it's entertaining. I talked to him uh, just a little while ago. I said, "When are you coming?" Oh, I'm leaving home about two. 
yesterday, uh, me and Jay talked to him, and he was on his way over here, and he wound up somewhere else before he come over here. And, <laughs> and him and Jay went out on a done some uh, buggy work last night, and uh, <laughs> he's fun to hunt with. Yeah, he is fun to hunt with. Yeah, it's always something. Look at. <laughs> Always exciting. What, what did Moody say? Exciting, <laughs> thrilling, and scary. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, the first the first hunt Michael ever went on, and uh, it was with David Luckett. And I told I told Luckett again today. I said thank you for taking a boy hunting mm -hmm. because uh, he took Michael Moody hunting with him. And uh, in my opinion, uh, Michael Moody affected people's souls and their their lives yeah. because there's so many people met the Lord, and I believe that. And if nobody's ever watched the uh, Facebook follower under Mark Michael Moody, and it's still there, of his discussion uh, as he went through cancer, and that way you can make sure I'm telling you the truth. Watch it, which you've watched it, and oh, we've all watched it and cried. And uh, But there's more to it than crying. It's reality mm -hmm. because uh, for sure one day we're going to face God. Yep. And Michael wanted that everybody to know that, and uh, he also wanted everybody to be prepared to do that. And uh, you know, Michael was the first one to tell us Jesus Christ has paid forgiveness, and uh, he did a, a a great job of doing that. In my opinion, he did absolutely, absolutely. Well, is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh, I'd just like to thank you for honoring Michael doing this. And uh, I really like to thank Steve Sykes for all the work he did, mm -hmm. has done up here. And I mean, it's it's a lot of work. I know it is getting everything together, the judges, the, the land spots and everything. And I really appreciate it. He's he's first class on Eddie. He's, I'm telling you what, if, if someone has never met Steve Sykes, I hope they uh, do it because they will get an opportunity to meet a top-of-the-line man. And uh, it won't take them long to understand why the people that call him friend respect him because uh, you hadn't got to be around Steve long to know that he's the real deal. And I'm going to make a prediction. And I'd say we'll be back next year if they ask Steve to do it. Uh, he's not scared of work. He's no, not scared of no. making a decision. And uh, I'll be honest, he was a close friend of Michael's also. And, uh, you know, he was not just in the room. He was watching Michael and listening to him because he didn't miss a beat, did he? No. Mm -mm. He didn't. I mean, everybody knows about hunts, and it's a job and answering questions for coon hunters, and uh, we're something, you know. But Steve, he stepped right on up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I say, if we don't have the guides and the judges, we can't have hunts. No. And also, if we don't have someone that'll step up and say, I got this. Uh, we're done. Mm -hmm. And as we all know, the people that will step up and say, I got this, that number's uh, not out there like it used to be. Nope. And I'm sure glad we got one here in the Delta that says, uh, I got this. Yeah, this is a great, great place to have a hunt. It's safe. It's big. There's not many places like this left. <laughs> Let me tell you this. I know I talk a lot. But Steve's got something else from Michael Moody. You watching? If you need me, call me. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, like I said, thank y'all. And uh, like I said, maybe maybe Lucky will get on here next time. Maybe we're sitting here this time next year and we can get Lucky on. So. Yeah, that'll be good. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll make a, a special effort out of but. it. I'm I'm probably the last on the list, but I'll make a good chance at it. Jay, Jay's got a better chance at it. But uh, yeah, yeah, Michael. Actually, you know, I I knew David from years ago. Actually, my father-in-law bred a a female to Old Duke before he ever won the world. Right before he won the world hunt, the first one. Mm -hmm. And uh, but I, I didn't really know him hunt with him. But when me and Michael started, you know, hunting together, then we hunting with David all the time. So now. It's just me and David, but we have a we have a good time. We enjoy it, and it's never a dull moment with David for sure. There's not. He he he's gonna if you if if he gets ahead of you, he's gonna ride you a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, we have fun. It's tickling <laughs> me. I've heard you say about the about the uh, horses. Oh yeah, he's a cowboy. <laughs> and then uh, him, what 
what he bail off in a, a creek or a slough or something. Yeah, he was. Uh, David Dow was down there hunting with him in the Delta, and Luckett was on his horse, and Dow's on the next horse. Dow, about like me, he's not a cowboy. He knows <laughs> how to get on one. Mm-hmm. But they come to a place in the, across the road, and Luckett just sends his horse across there. Well, there was no bottom over there. The horse couldn't get up. So Luckett has to uh, save the horse's life. He gets off of him, got his head up to the horse, catches his breath and everything. So he gets the horse across there, and he turns around and hollers at Dal. He said, what are you waiting on? Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Dal said, no. (laughs) I'll not be coming across there. (laughs) No. I'm with Dal. Yeah, he's he's something. They didn't. They, the good Lord didn't make two of Luckett's. I'm telling you. But you know, just like uh, Luckett's uh, the world champion Luckett, and but also another. He's a he's a giver. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a good one. He really is. And we rough him up, but he's <laughs> he's a good man, a good friend. He helps us with our youth hunt also. Yep. You know, he give that uh, dog box. You mind bought that dog box and. He's sending it back home with us to do a raffle uh, uh, auction down home. That's awesome. So that's awesome. You know, uh, he's gonna get mad at me, but Jay helps us so much. And just like that dog box, we sold tickets on it. The gentleman that won it, Mr. Cox, he walks up there yesterday and said, uh, "I'd like to have an auction and give it back." And of course, you know, I look at Roger Dale and asked him, "Rog, can we?" So <laughs> we had an auction. And that dude's headed south again. And uh, like I said, we we enjoy our youth hunt, and it's the future of our sport. But sharing the gospel with them and, and letting them have a good day yeah. is uh, what it's all about. Um, David uh, probably don't realize, but uh, him agreeing to take Michael on that first cast, that, that's made an impact on all of our lives. Absolutely. If he if he told Michael uh, no or not not this time, it, it could have been been different. Yeah, different. that's right. We, we could, that's right. Little things come together to to make this. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's crazy. But and you know, I, I kind of think myself that uh, well, I know God's in charge of everything, small and large. But I think it was kind of wrote down that you know they were going to go, mm-hmm. and Michael kind of had this assignment, you know. He he had a he had an assignment, and he done it God's, well. God's plan. God's plan. Yeah. And a lot of people think, you know, this Michael. I don't know. I, I've heard a lot about him. Well, it was true. You know, he had that peace that God can only give when he went through this cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, I've said it before, probably too much, but Michael meant it when he said, "God's going to heal me. It's going to be here on earth, or it's going to be in heaven." But I win. I'm going to be healed. And we had more, we struggled with it more than Michael struggled with it. You yeah, know. he never, from what I've seen, he never got down. Mm. No. 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 So, Always had that smile. Mm-hmm. That Michael Moody smile was, uh, uh, one, you know, one you'll never forget. No. No. Never forget the Michael Moody smile. And he had it quite often. You know, and uh, just when he walked in a room, things was fixing to pick up. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I'll tell you something else about Michael. Uh, he was probably going to be up front walking. And when he got to that tree while you was trying to get set up to where you was going to find the king, he done had him he found. Done found him. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, I don't know, a lot of people may not know, uh, he could only see out of one eye. Mm-hmm. But he had the best vision. It's, for coon finding or seeing a deer riding down the road when it's getting dark, right before dark, I mean, his vision is, was unreal. Well, I found out something that he didn't like, a sport. He still at his high school, Michael still got the record for the most number one, uh, most number three-point shots. He still got the record for three-point shots in a game and at his school. And uh, Jay said he was very talented on the golf course. Oh, maybe a lot of people. Before I met him, he was uh, one of the top handball players in the state, one of the top two or three. And he played that, I think, until his knees bothered him so bad. But uh, he was a heck of a golfer. I mean, he could – I've seen him shoot 65. He's shooting the 60s on a par 72 course regularly. I mean, he was really – he won the – 
the club championship over there at Annandale, and uh, it's it's pretty stout competition over there. And he won that and won it in a playoff. Mm. Yeah, par five, knocks it on in two and puts it in. Yeah, he's a he he was a competitor and athlete. We go to Grayson's ball games, and I mean, Michael could have been a coach. He really could because, I mean, you know, the coach done his job, but I'd be sitting next to Michael or any of us, and he would tell us what needs to be done and all that. But what he wasn't good at, he told me with his eye, handicapping was football. He said with that one eye, you know, he took some pretty good hits before he decided he was just going to stick with uh, <laughs> the golf and all that stuff. He said, uh, football's out, but where's the basketball? Yeah. <laughs> you know. But he was competitive at pretty much anything he'd done. Right. Yeah, he was – especially in the woods. Uh, yeah. I drove him a few times. But, he, like I said, he was always fair. But as soon as that cast was over, he could cut it right off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's one of those guys. And, and there's a few of them out there, you know. Uh, you know he hear every dog one time, pretty much knows them, knows what they're doing. You know, he's just natural. It was. He – he had that ability. He really did. He was, you know, it was, it was a blessing. I got to be friends with him and Jay and all the people around the country. Uh, this family we're a part of, you know, I've made the mistake of saying PKC family before. It's the coon hunting family and the PKC family. They're, they may be a little different there, you know, but it's all a family. Mm -hmm. Just like you said about that flat tire or something go wrong, you know, uh, Mr. Jarvis Umper has always thought and told us, and we agree. He said they could drop me out of airplane wherever they want to do it. He said I'm gonna find a friend pretty quick somewhere. Mm -hmm. And you know, Mr. Jarvis Umpers and Michael Moody could do that. They really could. Yeah. It's uh, this coon hunt family is one of a kind for sure. It really is. Uh, I've told this before, and you may want to take this out. I, it's okay, but. Uh, a friend of mine that used to get all the guides in Kentucky, his daughter, before she uh, got out of college, her and her friends were going to take a trip. And he told her, he said, uh, where are y'all going? And what highways y'all going down? You know, it was a long trip. And uh, he took the map and made him a map. And he said, within an hour, if you have a flat tire, you have any kind of problem, he said, here's the person and the number you call. He said, you call me after you call them said, but uh, these are friends I've met during coon hunting. And, I mean, it was a long trip across the country. <laughs> and he and that's a true story. You know, this family something. It is. Uh, I'm going to start winding her down. Like I said, once again, I appreciate you all coming on here and doing this. And uh, I hope we have some good casting. I think some rain's coming in, some thunderstorms. I saw a little red and a yeah. little yellow in that Get radar. So. Um, I hope to see them hunt it off, but I really don't want to be out there in it. <laughs> That's the only way I'm going to the woods if, if they hunt it off. But um, I really don't look forward to, to playing in the rain. Yeah. But I like to see this one hunted off. I like to see a winner. Mm -hmm. Well, if, if they do hunt it off and they'll let old people go, I want to go see it too. Yep. <laughs> you know, but uh, Mason for sure. Oh, uh, thank you. Yes, sir. Because Michael. Uh, uh, he's special to a lot of people, but right here in this Delta, he's uh, he, even more. Mm -hmm. And we thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yes, sir. Well, until next time, thank you. <laughs>